Hello, everybody. You're listening to the Big Brother Brothers, the ultimate unofficial podcast. I'm your Big Brother live feed obsessed host, Fox Van Allen. And joining me this week, as is the case, every week throughout the Big Brother 22 season, join me in welcoming my friend, Puppet Lance Cartelli. Hello, Puppet Lance. Hello, Fox. You're looking really handsome today. Why, thank you, Lance. I am looking handsome. Have you heard about my Emmy? No, you've never talked about your Emmy before. Anyway, uh, regular Lance, unavailable today, had an emergency come up. That's why we've got the puppets. Uh, for just in case uh, something like this happens, this is an insurance policy that's paying off like, uh, like crazy today. Uh, but do not worry. Faithful listeners, do not worry. We actually have a fantastic guest for you today. Someone, dare I say, even better than Lance Cartelli. Uh, join me in welcoming uh, a, a, a favorite of mine from Big Brother Over the Top. Join me in welcoming the quote-unquote gamer of Big Brother Over the Top, <laughs> Alex. Alex Lit. Hello, Alex. Oh, oh my God. Yes. Is, this, is this a thing y'all do? <laughs> I like I I I'm not like a big podcast person. I don't like watch stuff, so I am I'm caught off guard right now, and I'm obsessed. And how can I drive to LA and get that from you at some point? Absolutely, absolutely. So okay, um, cool. So yeah, so this is this is season this is season two of Big Brother Brothers. Uh, we are rolling out all the stops, including puppets. We have puppets yeah. all season long. Uh, we've been doing it for all our all our fantastic guests. We had uh, we had McRae on last week. Stop. Was fantastic. Uh, we had we had Mike Bloom from RHAP. Uh, so uh, so yeah. Uh, no, fantastic. Wait, y'all are the coolest. Y'all. No, are... no, you're the this coolest. Is... You're like this is the coolest Big Brother podcast for sure. You're <laughs> no, you, puppets. Stop, stop. I mean, go on, <laughs> but stop. Um, no, you are like if you want to say we're cool, I don't know about that, but like I, you're you're like the reality TV cool kid, like as far as I'm concerned, because like every time uh, I, I I live in LA, Lance lives in LA, we do this thing like. I live right, right next to the Big Brother house, so please, oh. no wall shouters. Like, it keeps me up at night. Please don't. Um, <laughs> but I have been going, since this wonderful job has taken me to Big Brother events, I have been to uh, Big Brother, I have been to RHAP events, I have been to uh, Big Brother events, uh, I've been to sequester events, and I, I wind up seeing you all the time. You are I know. like You are like the reality TV cool kid. I don't, and I don't blame you, because I want to go to all these things, too. It's um, like when you live in L.A. and there's all this fun stuff happening, you just want to go, like, see everyone and talk to everyone. So, yeah, I know I've met you at yeah. multiple events. So. Back in the before times, <laughs> that's how it works. And now we just meet each other in the Internet, on the Internet yes, here, yes. in the safety of the Big Brother Brothers bubble. So... <laughs> we're, we're, all, we're all safe and protected here. Uh, before, before we get started into talking about uh, Tyler's HOH and Chanel going home and our new HOH, and we got so much to talk about, but before we do, I want to see how things are going with you. This is the first time we've ever talked with you. Um, so fill us in a little bit about your life since Big Brother uh, Over the Top. Um, yeah. And, and give us a little bit about the season. Yeah, you've obviously been watching, so... I have been. Okay, so since OTT ended, I, well, I first moved back home to Texas, and then I immediately came back to California, and I live with my sister now. We live together, um, so that's going well-ish. We still fight, but, you know, like, one day we'll stop. Um, I work for a startup right now. I do the creative and design and videography and animation for this um, travel company, so it's really fun. 
Um, and I just, I feel like I've kind of gone back to normal life now, minus I am on those BB Twitter streets with y'all tweeting about the season. And <laughs> so. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit of like normalcy, or at least as normal as it gets. Uh, we've, yeah. got some, we've got some big brother to talk about. And you, as, as McRae said last week, when we were talking to him, even a bad season of Big Brother is still Big Brother. Not that I'm calling a season a bad season of Big Brother, because we are in week three. There is so much to happen. Like, you, you're not even, like, talking about week three when you're thinking about, like, is a season good? So, like, there's plenty to go. I, I know we, we lost Janelle. That, that's, that's a heartbreaker. Um, are, you, are you a big Janelle fan? I, okay, it's funny because coming into the season, I've always loved Janelle. You know, how can you not love Janelle? But I am now like a Janelle stan. I'm like ready to make a sign, like greeting her at the airport when she's flying back to Minnesota. Like, and Morgan too. Morgan like didn't even really know much about Janelle, my sister Morgan from OTT. Mm -hmm. And she is like she wants to dress up as Janelle for Halloween. Like we are like fan girls now. So I love it. I love it. Yeah, I love her. But it's so hard much. not to. It's hard not. Uh, America loves Janelle. Like uh, Julie. Julie. We all were yelling at our TV. Yeah. Um, it was. It was a tough week because we knew going into this week. Last week when we were talking about here's who wins Hoh, we knew this is not going to be a good week for either Janelle or Kaser. Whatever happens, someone's going to win the veto someone's going home mm -hmm. it's probably going to get broken up there's there's some really great work that janelle puts in here trying to change things uh and, and you know respect to her for fighting to the very end you gotta you love that um it's a lot better a lot better block performance than we got last week uh from, oh my from gosh, both those yeah. folks. um but it is a, it is a heartbreaker to see that janelle goes home and she goes home here with a, a nine to two vote which apparently breaks Julie's brain. Like she had to do a complete reboot. Um, <laughs> the Chenbot was broken last despite night. Despite the fact, yeah, despite the fact she, she knows what a hinky vote is, <laughs> and we saw one last which was week. incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think it's I think it's just the script. She was so sure about Danny, and then if you had watched the live feeds, Julie, you would have known. Um, we saw we saw Danny. Uh, Danny actually pitched this idea. Not to uh, not that it's a spoiler, but it's it's live feed from last week, so I feel like it's fair game to talk about. But Danny was suggesting to Cody like, earlier in the week, like, "Hey, you know what we should do? We should throw a we should throw a hinky vote at this." And Cody's like, "No, that's so dumb." Um, what do you think of what do you think? Since you are the Big Brother gamer, um, I, I want you I want your opinion on this uh, because it's this nine to two vote. First of all. Um, is this a good, throwing some hinky votes in there, is this a good move? Who is this for? What do you think? Well, okay, on my season, I was notorious for throwing a hinky vote week one. And I did that because as a fan of the game, you mm -hmm. want to see people making kind of like mischievous, diabolical moves. So the fact that Danny did that, I understand she's not very well liked right now, but I think it is hard to deny that she's willing to play the game. So I was all yeah. for it. I liked that Danny did that. If anything, we were clamping at the bit for just something interesting to happen because we all knew like Janelle was going home. So Danny and Enzo throwing those votes, I was on board. I liked it. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's 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 interesting. They were uh, there were were thinking. Uh, Enzo did it uh, last week as well. Um, I, I don't know. If there was a lot of a lot of speculation this week. A lot of uh, a lot of people uh, ready to shoot a gun over who who this vote was. Um, I'm sure it was to throw a little bit of speculation there that it was uh, Bailey uh, and mm -hmm. Devon who did it. Um, that, that's probably what you're looking at here. 
Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. I'm glad to see someone's playing the game, but it's very interesting uh, seeing it at a Danny. Uh, this entire week has kind of been like a, a Danny coming out party. Uh, and Danny is, if you thought Nicole Franzel was the villain of Big Brother 22. Oh, no. Oh, it's Danny. Oh, no, no, no. It is Danny. Danny. But Danny owns being a villain. She yes. She owns it. She knows she's the villain. And that's why I, like, I still am a Danny fan, even though, like, she's teamed up with Nicole, who's quite possibly the most annoying cast member on this season. Um, yeah, I, the, I love Danny. Like, I, I enjoy that she knows who she is. She knows what she's doing. And she knows what kind of game she's going to play. Yeah, um, the I think it was uh, during the video episode, we got a nice long Danny segment where she's talking about all the people she's working with and how eager she is to stab everybody in the back. And it's it's great. It's great to see. And I got to say, like, I feel like I was getting almost like Paul vibes from Danny yes! in like that. It's it's not just that she's playing kind of like this villain game, but she's almost doing it like this, like almost like evil, manipulative, like convincing people to play badly. And I think you see that like with Nicole, like I think a lot of the egg, like Nicole has a, Nicole Franzel has a, has a rough week. Like this is, first of all, she's got Janelle on her the entire week, which is like yeah. one thing and that's throwing her off completely. Um, but at the same time, she's got Danny who's like, like, hey, you know what you should do in your goodbye message? You should uninvite her to the wedding. And it feels like something that's like totally out of like Nicole's, like that doesn't seem like a Nicole thing, but like she's getting influenced by like, you know, you should do this, you should do this. And I think that it also comes out with the have not thing too. It's like, she's, she's like throwing, she's throwing punches in her, in her Nicole way, in her like friendly Midwestern Nicole way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know, I don't know. What do you, what do you, <laughs> you talked a little bit about, you talked yeah. a little bit about Nicole. <laughs> yeah, Nicole. I'm trying to like, you know, like you don't got anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Like that. Um, Nicole is I I I hope that Nicole Oh, is that wait, it's Nicole. wait. Okay, have I you guess. shown this to me? Is that a snake? <laughs> yeah, you yes. need to show this to Meech. Meech needs to see this ASAP. Our Nicole, our Nicole, our Nicole puppet is a snake. It is a giant snake. Multiple people. Multiple. She started it. Big Meech did start it. But uh, I believe uh, Nicole on her way out the door, uh, Nicole Anthony also did uh, did point out that she is a little bit. I she gets the rattle. She gets the, ra- she gets the rattle sound effect. She gets that. So yeah, I mean, Nicole, I I I just want Nicole to own who she is. Mm. I want her. I mean, everybody says this. We all want her to stop playing the victim, and that's just that's what she is right now. She's just, you know doing all Danny's dirty work but still acting like her hands are clean and you know she's everybody's friend everything's kumbaya so um yeah I'm, I'm very much team Danny but I'm not team Nicole this season. Mm. What do you uh, what do you think about her game like Nicole's game because I, I wanted to say like in the beginning of the season it looked like she was set up very well she's in kind of the right power alliances but now that mm-hmm. we've re- reached week three it seems like there are a lot of people even on her side who are like talking about like not a big fan of Nicole. Yeah, it's funny. I in my heart, my gut tells me I think Nicole is gonna go to the end of this game. I think Danny's gonna get picked off before her. Mm-hmm. I think Cody and Tyler are bigger threats. She's won, so you almost want to take her to the jury or to the final two because she's already won. Like it, to me, I, I really, really think Nicole is gonna go all the way, which is so unfortunate for the viewers this season. 
um, she 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 could. She she very well could. Yeah. Uh, she's got uh, she's got a few uh, a few folks. Uh, I, yeah. I feel like when she winds up on the block, it's going to be with Ian there probably, um, and that's that's like your get out of jail free card. For um, sure, she's set up so nicely in this game, and it's I mean. I, I do feel a little bit bad because I feel like everybody is kind of hating on her, but she she is set up so well. And I do think she is playing a decent game. I want to, like, look at it from a game perspective and be like, you know, like, I'm going to give her credit for as much whining as she does. Like, she is playing a solid game. She She's, knows how to play the game. She sure does. She is she is yeah. fantastic at this game. And that's one of the yeah. things I said going into this. Like, I I don't know if I was there, I would be able to play with her because I know her game. Like, she is so good at it and she will smile at you and you think you're working mm -hmm. with her and then she just she's gonna stab you in the back yeah. so quick and she's great at it and that's why like if you look at like we don't have a lot of uh women winners of big brother she is a winner and like i know there's a lot of like does she deserve it does she not she 100 percent deserves it um even though i'm i know there's a lot of controversy out there in fact uh <laughs> I, I think uh uh actually earlier this week uh, i think uh, on twitter we had a moment with uh, natalie from big brother 18 uh was talking about uh suggesting uh, maybe she she if she had it all to do it all over again she wouldn't have voted for nicole she had voted for paul um so yeah i saw that tweet yeah but i was like it doesn't count you can't say no, that it doesn't, it doesn't later, count natalie. that's right it doesn't count that's right if, <laughs> If so. the uh, if the jury was allowed to see what would be going on, we'd have Big Brother three over and over and over. Oh yeah, over and over <laughs> and over. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so let's stop talking about Nicole. We've talked about her now. We don't need to talk about uh, not talk about Nicole anymore. Um, I, who I do want to I do want to talk about a little bit is David, um, because David had for someone who was not on the block, David had quite the busy week. Uh, David here. If we remember from Big Brother, uh, <laughs> Big Brother Twenty One in his Camp Comeback uniform, who would have thought that Camp Comeback would be peak David? That would be when David looked his best, David and at his and prime, capable at playing Big Brother. And now this season, what is going on? I don't what? know. I just, I a lot. It's, I made a tweet last year during um, season 21 being like mm. David has to come back he is a strategic genius I basically called him like the second coming of Dan and I honestly have never been more embarrassed my judgment was off <laughs> it was so off I don't I think the thing that's horrifying to me like I love David as a person and I've, mm. I think he's great but how when you're in a game for half a million dollars and you have a one in 16 shot do you not study the game beforehand. Do you Thank know what I'm you. saying? <laughs> yes, like, I do. Thank you. Thank you. Like, it, it, it's, it's horrifying. It literally, like, makes me, like, want to just run in there and shake him. Like, I know he's going to get, like, nailed when he gets out for, for admitting that, but it's just, I don't know. Yeah. That yeah, poor it's, kid. It's, you know, as like a Survivor fan, it's like the same thing as going to the island without knowing how to make fire. You know it's yeah. going to come up. You've seen yeah. the show before. Or wait, maybe David hasn't. And that's the problem. <laughs> um, but you'd think that maybe by the time you're back on it for a second time that you've and seen an all-star season, like all-stars. This is yep. not just like him coming back like for 18, like there's a returning. This is all-stars and he has not yeah. seen a season. Yeah. Now there, like, are, now there are people who have never seen Big Brother who are good at the sh like who can pick it up. Like I, I want to say uh, Paul from Big Brother 18, he was in week one bragging how he'd never seen the show and thought that would be a huge advantage. Spoiler alert, it's not a huge advantage <laughs> to have no idea what you're getting into. 
Um, but I, I don't, like, I just don't understand why, like, David does so many basic things wrong that you'd know if you just watched the show. And it's, it's really, it's really frustrating to see. Um, and the big, I mean, he's done plenty of smaller things wrong. If you're watching a David conversation in the house, chances are it's going poorly. He's making enemies out of people he's not enemies with. He's suggesting that eventually he's going to put you on the block because that's how the game works. So we're going to be on the block at some point. Um, this week he gets into trouble uh, where he's got some, going into this week, he's actually not in the worst position because he's working with the guys who are in the power alliance. Uh, he may not be in the six, so to speak, but he's kind of uh, in that uh, orbit area around it where, you know, if the six start shooting at each other, David's going to help out someone in that, in that group. And he just throws it all away this week um, by taking information that day Devon was maybe trying to flip the vote on Nicole um, he goes to Devon and he says where he got the information from. He heard it from Tyler, also got them, uh, Cody in there. So why not, why not throw two people into the, under the bus? And, uh, it, it, it goes about as well as you can imagine, especially when the next thing he does is tell Tyler that he did the whole thing. Like, yeah, like, like what? <laughs> the entire time that was happening, I was just staring at my phone, like scrolling through the updates, being like, this is not real. This is not real. This is real. <laughs> and it was, it was, it was, it was honestly like, he's so sporadic. He almost reminds me of like Jose or something where he just like word vomit stuff and doesn't really know what's happening. Um, yeah, I think he, he, his time is coming. His time is very limited in the big brother house. So. Yeah. And he could have, and, and, as if he doesn't get in his own way he could make it so far just by kind of being that person who doesn't know a lot about the game yeah. because no one's worried about that person unless that person starts making really bad rookie mistakes uh and we have uh, a lot of people calling him a rookie uh, he just needs to, yeah if he could just shut up listen to exactly what tyler says he'd probably guarantee himself fifty thousand dollars for second place that's pretty good because he's not gonna win unless he goes with tyler and just you know um except second place so i don't know you, you you never know there could be he could all of a sudden in two weeks get it <laughs> he could, he could, it's, i wish oh, this for him i this wish fan, this miracle for this him. fan fiction right now but yeah. uh you know yeah, theoretically maybe he winds up next to memphis or something or someone like there anything could happen there <laughs> i like your optimism i really love the optimism right now I'm trying to trying to stay positive. I, I know there are two or three David fans out there. Um, who are, who are, Whoever runs his Twitter account, though, I am. I am like yes. Do, I don't know who it is, but I, I want to meet them. I want to be them. I want them to be my best friends. So, yeah. so and funny. kudos and kudos to them for keeping good spirits because I don't know what kind of messages and the volume of which they are dealing with every day about like, David's game. Can you but, imagine? Uh, it's got to be brutal. Unfortunately, <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> I don't. I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, okay, so uh, we we obviously have way more to talk about. We've we've just cracked the surface of this vote. Uh, I got uh, plenty more to talk about. I want to talk more about Enzo. I want to talk a little bit more about Memphis. I want to talk a little bit more about uh, Bailey and Devon. We're going to do all of that. We're going to do it right after this. All right, so uh, so we're back. Um, I, I want to say uh, I, I want to get your opinion on uh, Bailey and Devon. 
because they seemingly from the beginning of the game positioned themselves almost in the middle uh, where they're kind of working with the folks who are on the outside and they're also working with the people who are uh, involved with the in, in the power and they are part of this slick six alliance uh, say that five times fast six yeah. times fast anyway um, what do you think uh, what do you think about their games yeah, I I think that Devon is playing the exact same game she has always played. Mm. Um, I think if she doesn't go out pre-jury, I think she'll be out very early in the jury. But Bailey has impressed me. I think that Bailey right now is weighted down by um, being associated with Janelle. But hopefully once this week passes and, like, Janelle and if, if Kaser leaves, like, once they're out of the house, Bailey can kind of regain her footing and go deep into the game. I, I've been so impressed by Bailey's social game this season. Yeah, uh, she is. Yes, I, I, I agree. Uh, I like her I like her social game. And I do want to point out that as a, a fan of the challenge and someone who's seen the last season that she is on, she is a great competitor as well. Like, she is someone – and she won HOH on her season uh, when she was on a, a 20 – uh, so, so don't sleep on her. Uh, as long as she doesn't have some kind of weird hacker twist messing things up, she'll do okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I know you know a little bit about that, about having power and having some twist come in and mess things up a little bit. Um, oh, it was my that life. Was, that was like a story of your season, really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was, power? Story. What's that? <laughs> um, oh, but, uh, but anyway, uh, with uh, I, I. I am a, I'm a big, I'm a big Devon fan. I have loved Devon. Like, how can you not be a Devon fan? Yeah, she's fantastic. She's she gives unbelievable TV. Like, she is fantastic TV. Um, yeah. And I am, I am, I am rooting for her to go very far. Like she is, she is someone I want to see do very well. Uh, but I am, I am nervous about her, uh, her position in the game because she has taken a few hits this week. Uh, not just the, we talked a little bit about the David uh, Tyler where, I mean, that's just, that's not helpful, right? Um, but in addition to this, we got Danny. Danny's also working overtime to sow seeds of doubt about mm -hmm. Bailey and uh, Devon as well, uh, especially uh, Devon uh, in the safety suite competition. Devon apparently really does just want to get the costume, and Danny realizes she really just wants to get a costume, but this is so sketchy. Tyler, look what's going on. This is so sketchy. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I look at Bailey and Devon and I recognize that I, the power alliance is going to want to break up that duo, the perceived duo. And Bailey has Tyler and Bailey kind of has Enzo in her pocket. And it's like, mm -hmm. who does Devon really have in the house? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm with you. I want Devon to go so far. I think she, one, she's phenomenal TV too. I just feel like it's the time she deserves like make it her highest ranking or whatever. But I just, I really feel like she is going to be out so soon. Hopefully yeah. I'm wrong though. Yeah, Devon, I, I feel like Devon's playing a great game uh, or she was playing a great game if this is a season that really does wind up breaking up into one side versus another side. Mm -hmm. And we do mm -hmm. have that. We do have one side versus another side. But the problem is that one side is winning and the other side is not. I know, um, we need some and, comp beasts on the other side. And if that so side upsetting. doesn't win, it's like they're great. They're they're still around because they are positioned in the middle and not over on yeah. that side. But that's also tricky because they are seen, like you said, there is that a little bit of a connection between Janelle uh, and Bailey, um, you know, that few people on the outside. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, 
it's a it's a physical game. That's the problem. Yeah. It is such a physical game. And this season we've seen, even this veto competition that's a puzzle, is still very physical because of how large these giant cupcake things are. So even when you're not doing a physical comp, there's still a physical comp. I know, I know. They they have they have one week to get it together that side of the house or it's all crumbling. So <clears throat> hopefully this upcoming HOH is the biggest crap shoot ever. It requires no athletic ability. Um Davon, Kevin, come on, let's like make something happen. We gotta get we gotta get Davon a win somewhere. Please, uh, please. she has played Big Brother too much to not have a win. I know. And um, she was so good on the challenge too. Like, yes. She was a beast. So I'm like, okay, she what is win. not Right. She she has the potential. So CBS yes. Big Brother Gods, please. <laughs> please make it happen. Well, well I'll, I'll keep my fingers crossed here because I want I want to see her do well. Um, but you know, it's I, I don't know. I'm I'm very curious to see where the rest of the competitions go this season. Uh, I know a lot of people have been it was on the radar since like night one with that really heavy table competition. Um, where it's like, are these comp like these are very like even more physical than last year, some of yeah. these competitions. And the problem is the ones that aren't physical, the physical threats are winning anyway. Can we <laughs> so get like the counting comp or something? Something that requires nothing but your brain and luck. I would just like to even this out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The counting comp. That's that what would... I want. Heath, if you're listening, we want the counting comp. That would be good. And not just because we know that, that uh, Devon's been in there counting everything in the house. Not, yeah. not, that's not the only reason. <laughs> but I do, I do like those. I do like those. I, I think it's a lot of fun. And I think it's, it's worth rewarding people who are, who are a little bit crazy in the house and willing to count each and every rubber duck that's on the wall. 100%. Um, yeah. So uh, let's, uh, I want to talk to you a little bit. I, I, I feel like this week we're just talking about people. Uh, but I feel like it's just because like, everybody's in their own interesting spot in the game. But let's talk about Enzo. Uh, because Enzo, who was not known as a comp beast in Big Brother 12, is all of a sudden winning stuff here in uh, this this season. He's got a veto, and now he's got a safety suite competition win, uh, where uh, where he uh, he 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 picks up the victory here, like the meow meow, nice and smooth. Um, to be fair, a lot of people uh, were just throwing a comp, like you didn't have to didn't have to worry too bad. I guess Nicole didn't throw a comp, but it looked like she did, just based on how bad she was. Um, but, uh, but, but Enzo is, is coming through. Uh, I'm curious, what do you think about Enzo's game here? I think he's playing an unbelievable game. Um, I like that he is physical and can apparently win comps now, but it's his social game is just out of this world. It's funny because last April, 2019, pre-COVID, me and Caitlin Herman from BB20 met up with Enzo when he was in LA and I've never really interacted with the guy before, but I remember meeting up with him and thinking this guy has the best personality I've ever met in a human. So I'm not shocked that he has the entire house wrapped around his finger. He's just, I think he's going to go so far in this game, even though he is a physical threat. I don't even think that's going to matter. I don't think he's going to be targeted for a while. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. Um, I am, I am, I am all in on, on Enzo here. Uh, <laughs> Wait, with the ride, banana. <laughs> riding his giant banana. It's the only time. You need to send all of these to the house guests when they get out. <laughs> of course. I feel like people would very much appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, Enzo is, Enzo is just a fantastic character. Like, as, like, Team TV, watching people in the, because we got, like, the, the bidet segment, like, 
you just that's just a chunk of Enzo right there how did Um, they find this guy for Big Brother do you know what I'm saying he's like that he's like a Justin Duncan where you look at him and you're like who are you like where did you come from and how did you end up on this show that's it that's and those are my favorite those are my favorite like I love those I love when they they find these fantastic people uh, but he's even given us stuff on the live feeds because uh, he was a he was a have not this past week and he did not do very well as a have not. He was he was eating bags of Ricola <laughs> cough drops. He was eating bowls of ketchup. <laughs> it was this this is an entertaining gentleman. This is this is a guy who is everybody's gonna love him because how can you not? And that is a di- especially if he's winning competitions. That's a dangerous guy to have in the house. And I am very proud to have picked him as my office pool pick. Oh, come on, come, oh. On, come on, big money. Wow. <laughs> come on, wow. small money. <laughs> yeah. Wait, how much do you win if you, if you Not win? a lot, not a lot. Oh. Um, well, Enzo's, so playing, Enzo's playing for 500,000. I'm playing for five fewer zeros. Let's not get it too crazy here. Um, but no, I, 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 I love his game. I think he's doing fantastic. Um, and I liked his move to save Christmas. Enzo saves Christmas. It's it just the, the opening blurbs for Big Brother write themselves here. Um, it was a smart move, right? Like it's just, it, it's Yeah, smart. I mean... Honestly, when you think, now that you mentioned Christmas, you got me on this tangent thinking, I really do feel like Christmas and Enzo are playing the two best games right now in terms of okay. social game. And yeah. they're just so well situated in their alliance and they're just sociable people. I just, I feel like they're doing really well, which is interesting because coming into this, I would not have predicted those two to be the, in my opinion, the top two right now. No, so. I, I, I'm glad you mentioned, uh, mentioned Christmas here, uh, who gets the, <laughs> uh, the star baby punishment, which is actually a lot of fun. Like as, as far as, as far as punishments go. It's one it was, of the uh, better ones. For it was, sure. it was like, fun just because it kept going and yeah. they kept just throwing these pillows at her. Um, and I thought that was a lot of fun, but I agree with you. I think she is, uh, she is playing a very good game. Um, she is one of the people who has, I, I was actually not upset to hear that she was getting a second chance at this because her 19 few. game is so different than the game she wanted to play. Yeah, uh, give her a chance true. to do what she wants. Uh, and so far, not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. Like, I feel like of all the, like, the, the women in the house have, like, all of a sudden, like, they're, in, they're in trouble because we've already lost three women. And if you look at the list of targets, a lot of women are on that list of targets and not a lot of, oh not a lot of guys. But Christmas is one of the few women in the house who is not on that target list. Um, you're going to see Nicole go before you see Christmas go. Mm-hmm. You're going to see Danny go before you see Nicole. Yeah. You're going to see probably one of Bay or Day go before you see uh, Christmas go. She's in a really good spot. She's in such a good spot. And it's, it's interesting knowing what she's capable of now because she is proving to be a bit of a strategic part. Like she's not like yeah. a David who's just aimlessly walking around. So it makes you go, I wonder what she would have been like in 19 had she been at her full capability. Would she have been a Paul minion? Would she have been doing something strategic? Like it's just, it's really interesting seeing what she's capable of now. Yeah. So yeah. in that sense, I am glad we have her back. Yeah. And I got to say, I, I don't, I don't hate her social game either. Like she yeah. is, whenever Nicole is crying, she's there to lend a, Stronger person than me. I don't know that she's I can do it. She's doing her thing. Yeah, she has the patience of a saint. Is what's happening in that house right now. <laughs> so yeah, don't don't sleep on don't sleep on Christmas. Uh, yeah, for sure. Truly. Uh, yeah, she is. Uh, she's going to be around for a while. Uh, now, I want to talk about someone who might not be around for a while, or maybe get your opinion on it. 
Memphis, our previous week's HOH, um, who did some damage to himself last week. And this week, no reason why he should do any damage to himself. And yet, he makes a spectacular show of throwing both competitions this week in such a poor way that everyone knows that he threw these competitions. Like, it's... Uh, what is going on with this guy? I have no idea. And he was my winner pick, like my preseason winner pick. So I'm horrified, horrified that I didn't pick like Christian Cerenzo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you killed that one. But yeah, no, I, Memphis, I mean, I like to think that there's still like a chance he can um, salvage his game, but he's done a poor job this past week. And it's, it's hard to, to really imagine that this is the Memphis from season 10 that we're seeing right now. It feels like a completely different person, right? It, do, it does, or maybe this is just the Memphis that we was, never got because Was Memphis, Dan just that good that he masked Memphis? Like, was Dan just that good that we did not see this Memphis because Dan was, like, puppeteering him? Do you know what well, I'm saying? I think, there was a, I think there was a part of the game where, you know, a lot of people did not care for Memphis, right? There was that... that that big vote where people are concerned that Memphis is a womanizer and Memphis is... Was it season 10? I need to go yeah. back and rewatch season Yeah, back, 10. In, it's been back a while. in season 10. It was like the, uh, that big vote that split the house. That was a, uh, a Memphis, that was Memphis staying, uh, I believe, over Jesse, right? Um, any, anyway, like, this is the first time Memphis has had any power in the game. Last time, a Big Brother 10, he was just kind of there as part of a partnership. The moment he gets power, he's terrible. He just doesn't know. You know who he reminds okay. me of? Who? He reminds me of Monty from my season. Oh, really? Okay. Just like total power trip. Like Monty on my season would lock the HOH door and you had to like ask permission for Monty to go to the bathroom. Oh, he would carry no. the key around. He'd wear his robe around the house. They are one in the same. They are meant to be best friends. Oh, no. That's all. Oh, no. no. That's my spiel. I love Monty no. to death, but yeah, him and Memphis. Okay. Yeah, Memphis will never be as good looking as Monty is. Monty will always have. <laughs> Monty will be very flattered to hear that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, not that Memphis doesn't have the arms. He does have the arms. We last week we uh, showed off in his little uh, jean, his little vest. His, his jean his vest. Now, that's his right. Trademark piece. His jean his jean vest and his gigantic head. That is that is what he is <laughs> literally. <known for>. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, I want to talk a little bit about the coming week because uh, we uh, we were uh, there at the the HOH competition uh, last night. Uh, this we we record on Fridays, so we were watching it last night, um, and it had a lo- has a lot of promise. Like going into the uh, once we cut to to go and play Tough as Nails or Young Sheldon or whatever the hell comes after the show. Um, it's, it's always, t- when I watch it on CBS All Access, it's always Tough as Nails. That's all I get after the show. I don't uh, know. So, I, I've seen work. so many promos for that and I still to this day have noticed, like, I don't know what that is. Have you watched it? I, 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 I actually have, yeah. It's, is it good? It's, I, well, I don't, I don't know is that it's Is it better for, than Young Sheldon? <laughs> maybe. I would say I would say I'm more likely to watch an episode of Toughest Tales than I am to right. watch an episode. Of, I will let the episode you. I will let the episode of Toughest Nails play a little bit longer than I will let an episode of Young Sheldon. <laughs> fantastic shows, by the way. CBS CBS has a fantastic lineup, up and down. Daytime TV, fantastic. Nighttime TV, fantastic. 4 a.m. I don't know what's on, but it's probably fantastic as well. CBS, we love you. You work um, for CBS, right? Yes. 
Okay. <laughs> <Sell. laughs> CVS is the best. It's Please clarifying. don't fire. Please don't fire me. <laughs> It's, it's a tough time to be looking for a new job. Please don't fire me, CBS. <laughs> CBS, um, we love you. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I want to get into the uh, I want to get into spoilers, and we're going to get into the spoilers right after this. Okay, uh, we are we are back, and we are back talking with uh, the amazing Alex Ouellette from Big Brother Over the Top. Thank you so much again for for joining us here. Uh, I want to get into the spoilers now. So if you've been listening and you don't want to know what's going to happen. For this week, you don't want to avoid any speculation. Uh, you can peace out now. We we won't be too hurt. Uh, but if you stay with us, uh, we'll we'll have some fun here. Um, but you've been warned. So um, so the HOH competition. We're going out uh, on on Thursday night, and Caser's done. Caser's got all three balls landed. Everyone else is still trying to qualify for this thing, and it's like the best case scenario, right? Because like. If you've got to rate like how interesting the next HOH is going to be, like Casey's at the top of the list. Like he's the one you want to win, right? Get some revenge here. It's like I love a good, I love a good power. I love a good when when power changes hands. That's my that's my favorite thing in Big Brother. Um, that's that's one of the reasons why I love the uh, the Big Brother of the top, uh, the double eviction episode. It like <laughs> starts, it starts with it starts with some sadness yeah. because we lose Alex. And then it's like, oh, everything's, we're all in trouble. And then everything turns around and it's, it's fun. Um, maybe not as fun for you, but yeah. yeah I, was, I was crying in my hotel room when that was happening, but it worked out well. It works out so well for Morgan. <laughs> it works out fantastically for her. Um, but, uh, but I'm hoping for this big power change flip thing going on. Let's get some caser in there. Let's see what he's going to do. Uh, it does not look like that winds up happening. Uh, and it looks like our winner, uh, HOH winner for week four is uh, the Meow Meow, as we've seen, uh, Enzo. Enzo is our, our HOH. Um, so, yeah. I mean, Enzo is part of the Power Alliance. So that is, maybe, uh, that is maybe not the most interesting scenario as far as where the nominations are gonna go. Uh, but I will say that we are fortunate maybe not fortunate this week, but we don't have Janelle and Kaser next to each other. So if Kaser does win a veto, it can't be Janelle. It's got to be someone else. There's a chance for this week to be pretty interesting. Right. A there, there's, and we'll take a chance at this yes. point. At this point, we'll take anything for this season <laughs> to be interesting. So yeah. Like what kind of comps is Kaser good at for the veto? Like I don't, he, did he even like, I can't remember. I need to go, I need to go back and rewatch the old seasons. But if production's listening, if you could um, make the veto very winnable for Kaser, that would be fantastic. A Janelle trivia competition. That's all that, it is. It's I'm just believe, it would be great. Ten questions like, about Janelle. Yes, yes, yes. That's what we need. That's what yeah. the people need. Or, or I would even go like one of my favorite veto competitions, and I haven't seen it in a while. Is like the like the how bad do you want it veto competition where people are like volunteering for punishments because that's like a competition where the person who needs a veto the most is usually the person who wins it and like everyone else who wants to throw it does throw it like that's what I want yeah. I want to see one of those we want that like come on this is yeah. all stars when you mentioned that comp just now I literally started tearing up thinking about it because that's the big brother I miss yeah like, I'm so sick of these stacking the starfish competitions running around in a squirrel costume like Otevi. i mean don't get me wrong Otev's fine but like i want the old school stuff so badly yeah. so yeah there there are so many great little old old school things that we met like 
that's, you know, it's, I, I feel like that was one of the things we learned this week, you know, yeah. Tyler, Tyler may like think old school. school is boring, but there's a lot of really great, there's a lot of really great stuff we got. Old school, school is big brother. This is it's just, yeah. yeah. Old school is where it's at. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, we'll, we'll see where the veto goes this week. Uh, but, uh, it should not surprise you to know that, uh, if Enzo is HOH, that Kaser is in trouble. Uh, he is likely going to wind up on the block. Uh, I do not know if it is official yet, but I believe it is going to be Kevin and uh, Kevin and Kaser together on the block. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, uh, if Kaser comes off the block, he very well could. Um, maybe even if he doesn't win veto, maybe there's a backdoor about that. But anything could happen. Uh, it looks like there are two possibilities if Kaser does come down, and it looks like the strongest, like, 95% possibility here is Ian. Ian is the person who is going to get backdoored, it looks like, if a backdoor has to happen this week. Uh, otherwise, it's probably going to be Kaser. That's, that's how it looks right now. But super, sad. super that's sad future. One thing I wanted to mention, mm -hmm. um, you know how the safety suite is, 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 whatever it's called, is done? Yes. Okay, if if production was smart, they know we want Kaser saved. We want that big alliance broken up. So it would be a really great time for them to implement a new twist to save Kaser. Like if we could just manifest that happening, yeah. this is the week to do it. So, and I would like to think that um, there's a slight possibility that could happen, right? Well, right? we know that there are rooms, different rooms right. will open up throughout the summer. We've so, like, had let's one. open that room right now. Let's yep. open that Pandora's box right now and bring yeah. Janelle back. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, a, a, friend, a friend of mine suggested that they're really hoping for, they've been crossing their finger. And I will say, like, throughout the entire Janelle interview with Julie, Julie I was just thinking, like, don't tell her anything game. Like, as long as you don't tell her anything about the game, there's still a chance that you're going to come back. So don't tell, her, don't tell her anything. Like, who do you think the votes were? No, 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 don't, don't talk about it. I think we were it. all screaming at our TV, like, shut up, Julie. Yeah. Um, but uh, one of their suggestions was, like, what if it's, like, a spot? Like, they bring back, like, a Big Brother cannon, like, a spy suite or something, where it's, like, you're out of the game, but, like, you're actually just, like, in a room somewhere where you're watching what's going on, but you're out of the game. It's like, we would have accepted just about anything to keep Janelle anything. in the house. <laughs> it could have been the worst twist we've ever seen. And we would have all been like, Allison Gardner, we love you, please. Like, we bow down. <laughs> we are, us Big Brother fans, we're terrible because we will, we will, we will destroy them based on the twist as I depending know. on who the twist helps. I know. Our opinion on the twist depends entirely on how it turns out. It's yeah. so true. For years, we've been like, we just want a game with no twist. And then this past week, we're like, please, we'll take a twist. Mm -hmm. Please rig the game for us. So any, more of that, any more of that coup d'etat? Can we get a yeah. coup d'etat real quick? That uh, seem, seems like a waste to let that, to let that let, let, leave that in the hands of Big Jeff. Anyway, um, so, uh, so yeah. So it looks like looks like Kaser is in, in a tough spot here. Um, and I, I think if this is a if this is a season where there's so much concern about a battle pack and there's so much concern about Kaser and Janelle being reunited, I don't see Kaser being a huge target except for the fact that people are worried about him maybe getting back in the game mm -hmm. with Janelle. I, I think that's the biggest thing he's got to worry against. Like if there's a way for Julie to just let him know, like there's no battle back before this before this week happens, like maybe things will go a little bit differently. But I think that's like the biggest thing he's got working against him right now. Yeah, I think if he can slip through this week, if he wins the veto by some miracle, 
I really do think moving forward, the target's going to go away from him, and hopefully he can make jury. It would be really lovely if he can make jury this season. Um, so, yeah. I, first time, first time for everything. That. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It, it's, it's, uh, yeah. He, 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 and you're right. He's got to win the veto. He's just got to last long enough for the story to change. Yeah. The story is just gotta, it's just gotta change. Yeah. He's basically just gotta get through this week. Like, please. Yeah. Well, it would help if he got, got through the next week as well. Maybe that, that, would be, that would be great. Ideally, you know. It, if it he could help. just like, you know, like make final two, that would also be great. That would be good. That would be good. I would not be. You would like that. I, I would not I would not be upset with that. Um, <laughs> all right. So we have no safety suite. The safety suite is closed. Goodbye, safety suite. Um, it was fun while it lasted. So there's no special competition that we know of uh, that's happening right now. Uh, so it looks like it's going to be a, a fairly cut and dry week. Um, you know, hopefully we're going to keep our fingers crossed that it's a, an interesting week. But I want to say, like, we were worried last week would not be interesting because it's just Kaser and Janelle and, like, obviously like whatever is going to happen it's going to be one of those but there are plenty of people causing just errors all over like david just blew himself up so maybe david will blow himself up again maybe david will play even worse and that's what we'll be talking about so good we want that we want that david yeah. do your thing david come and clutch for us david deflect off of caser get yourself nominated and that's honestly probably our best bet right now I, and I don't think that's the worst possible uh, worst possible bet here. Like I, I could see, I, there's no reason why Enzo wants to keep David. I don't think yeah. like that's not yeah. a that's not a tight bond there. Like it could, yeah, it could it could very well happen. The best thing for Kaser is for someone else to just throw themselves in front of the the bullet before it comes. Um, on, and David. David's the only one. David's the only one in the house with that unique skill set to do it. I think. I know. I think everyone else is a little bit too experienced at the game. But David, David might be able to. David might be able to pull it off. Um, I, I just wish he had watched the show. I just wish he had watched the show. Just it's like this, season. Yeah, yeah. Just one. The bare yeah. minimum would have been great. But. Yeah. Him and him and Paul have a lot to talk about about not watching the show. <laughs> they should they should have watched the show. All right. Anyway. 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 Uh, so, uh, so I think that about wraps us up for this, uh, for this week here. Uh, again, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, I know Lance is heartbroken that he's not here. Um, but I'm, I'm glad to have had you all for my, all to myself here, uh, for the, uh, big brothers, brothers and sisters, uh, episode that we got today. Um, so any, Hello, thank you for having me. Oh, of this course. Of course. Uh, do we have any any more predictions for how the end of this, how this rest of the season is going to go? Uh, I yes. Walk I me through. What, what's going to happen? I well, I just I truly think that this season is going to end up being a decent season. I know right now we're like this is the worst thing we've ever seen. I really think the alliance is going to implode on each other, and we're going to get a good second half of the game. So that is my prediction, and I predict that um, Christmas. Enzo and Bailey are in the top five. So okay. that's where I'm at. Yeah. All right. You heard it here first. I, I, I like the prediction, actually. I think that could, uh, I think that could wind up happening. And I think you're right. I think this is going to be, you can't judge it on week three. Like I said, you can't judge it on week three. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a good sign that, um, you know, once this large alliance starts taking shots at each other, I don't know who's going to shoot who first. Like, I just, like, it really depends on who wins and who's winning veto and like, there's so much that I don't know about how the season's going to go. Like we can say like, okay, these people are in trouble. Like we got a few people who are in trouble right away, but like, 
you could just as easily see Kevin go out this week as you could see Kevin making it to the end of the game. Like there are just so many question marks out there. And I think that's fun. I think that's fun. I don't think you want, you don't want to like a 19 super predictable where you can just like, you've got the list. Like you just know yeah. the order everyone's going out. Like we don't know that yet. Yeah. So there are a lot of really good, I know they're not, they may not fan favorites, but there are a lot of really good players in the game. That's true. Um, yeah. True. So, so. We, we wish it was Janelle, but you know what? If we got Enzo playing a really good game and we got I mean, Cody Tyler playing a really good game. And Tyler, like, yeah. now that the queen's gone, we can start focusing on the, uh, the other good game players, I guess. Mm -hmm. So it's their time to shine now. Let's see what they can do. All right. Uh, well, uh, thank you for taking the time to shine with us, Alex, or to shine with me, I guess. Uh, what are talking about Lance when he's not here? Oh, there he is. Uh, okay. Uh, so do you have, uh, where, do you have anything to plug while you're here? Should we follow you on social media somewhere? What should we be doing, Alex? Sure. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can. It is at AlexShay1, or you can follow me on Instagram at AlexShayWillette. But that's all I got. Other all than right. that. Well, you got anything else to plug? <clears throat> all right. Well, uh, like I said, we'll uh, we'll we'll get this all disinfected for you, your puppet, and we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll set it aside for you, uh, and we'll we'll make sure you, we'll make sure you get it. Thank you again. Yay. Thank you again so much. Uh, so uh, if you, yeah, and uh, faithful listeners, if you liked what you heard, please consider uh, subscribing to the Big Brother Brothers if you haven't already. We're available on all the all the hottest podcasting apps, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, wherever you find good podcasts or find ours, we snuck it in there. Uh, and uh, if you really, 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 really like what you heard, uh, leave us a review. Uh, Lance likes the five-star reviews, but <laughs> I'd just like to know you're thinking about us. So, uh, five-star. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you so much for uh, showing up. Uh, join us back here next week. We're going to be talking about Big Brother all season long. Uh, bye bye, everybody. 